Talk Radio. The answer to 1984 is 1776. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I've got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the first night of the 2019 Democratic National Debate did not disappoint. No, clown world is a real place, and we're just living in it. And when you look at the clowns that were on stage last night, it was so pathetic, so boring, so ridiculous that it was enthralling as we sat there covering it live. Uh, The microphone problems, the technical difficulties, the one-upsmanship with Cory Booker talking about the epidemic of blacks being lynched and uh, how that black trans people are being beat up and just all of this made-up fables and it went on and on. And then, oh, we're going to have gun confiscation, but it's not gun confiscation because we're going to pay you for them. And then Elizabeth Warren looked like she'd snorted 14 lines of methamphetamine and was like some evil witch. All of them, except the congresswoman from Hawaii, looked like they had escaped a mental asylum. Ladies and gentlemen, then you add to this the fact that we had reporters outside and there might have been 50 people total that came out for the Democratic debates that were Democrats and several hundred that were there for Trump. So this is a huge opportunity. Everyone listening who is in Florida needs to go out there because there was no energy, there was no nothing, and you can totally dominate the national headlines even bigger than we just saw by having Trump supporters with all their energy and all their stamina and all their quick wit and all their great looks in most cases coming out and juxtaposing the low-energy Democrats, who I'm sorry, all look like they were auditioning for the return of Saturday Night Live's character, Pat. Now, today, I promised to take my daughters fishing. Yes, before they go to camp. So I'm going to be out today, but I'll be back tonight with live coverage in studio with Robert Barnes, Owen Schroyer, and others, and the rest of our amazing crew, Millie Weaver, Savannah Hernandez, and others on the streets uh, there in Miami for the second night, which should have more energy. It's kind of got the bigger headliners, Joe Biden, and of course, white people do not know what it is like to be poor, Bernie Tenders. Never saw a college, he didn't want to swindle. So this is going to be a big transmission today and tonight. But here's the bottom line. I love to say bottom line, it's true. This was emblematic, the technical difficulties, the fact that they all look like they'd escaped a mental institute, a lunatic asylum. All of this together, no one outside to support them. Uh, All of it together shows how pathetic these clowns are and that they've been in their own bubbles They've been in their own echo chambers so long that they really don't get that America's sick of being bullied and sick of being told we're racist and sick of being told how much we suck and sick of being told we put kids in cages when they're battling to get into the United States and it was Obama put them in the cages. We see through them and this shows the hoax more than ever has dissipated. Now, when we come back, Robert Barnes is going to take over and I'm going to recap what I just said with two other huge points that I've not hit yet. So again, 
This is not a spectator sport. This is a participation blood sport politically for the future of not just America, but the world. Humanity's been asleep. Humanity is awakening. The globalists are freaking out, trying to put us back into the trance, but it's not working. It's the second day of the greatest comedy show on earth, Clown World 2019, with live InfoWars.com and NewsWars.com coverage. We shall return on the other side from the InfoWars News Center in Austin, Texas. Whatever you do, spread the word and tell the world that Clown World is here, but humanity is invading. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who have been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person's allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. It's Thursday, June 27th, 2019. The second night of the greatest comedy show on earth. The Democrat National Committee sponsored Democrat debates. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Clown World. Ladies and gentlemen, Last night was spectacular. The Democrats over-delivered with exactly what we thought we were going to get. Funnier than 20 clowns trying to get into one Volkswagen. We saw 10 clowns up on stage. It was emblematic of how the left ruins every city, uh, every state, every nation they get. Uh, They were all competing with each other to hate on America and to uh, try to manipulate uh, the heartstrings of the American people. This was true victim culture, where you give up any Americana culture, you give up any free market culture, you give up rugged individualism, and you embrace that you are a victim. And then you wallow in the victimhood. And these were the high priests up there on the stage. Now... Obviously, the big emblematic takeaway is that the left ruins every area of life and culture from business uh, to government to academia to faith to basic hygiene. Everywhere they're in control, massive disease, uh, mental illness, low IQs, human feces everywhere. I mean, it's really not a joke. These people wreck everything they touch and they suck everything dry. Because they come out of the French Revolution. The first time we hear about leftist and the left-hand path 
uh, being a political movement, is the Jacobins and the French Revolution. They were literal nihilist slash devil worshippers. Yes, they believed in nothing but being the devil incarnate with total power. They wanted nine-day work weeks. They wanted to change the calendar. They wanted to end the family. They wanted to end the genders. And they had what they called the bloody red terror. Yes, Lenin didn't invent that. And they overthrew society, not just existing orders, but everything in society. That was their goal until they burned themselves out. And so that's the big takeaway here is the technical difficulties. The mic's not working. Having to go to break repeatedly. uh, Having uh, the lights not tuned right. All of this was emblematic of the breakdown of civilization and culture. You can imagine the political correctness going on at MSNBC and NBC that's already paralyzed that company. You hear about all the lawsuits and all the racism and sexism fights that go on at CNN and ABC. They're all collapsing in their own echo chambers, their own little clown world, their own little bubble. And as it collapses, like a star collapsing and forming a black hole, they're all intensifying their radicalism hoping within that compacted system they can rule the hell they've created. Because it was once said, it's better to reign in hell than serve in the republic and be free. So, the big takeaways. Think about this. Not just the fact that many of the participants look like they had escaped from a lunatic asylum. And again, that obviously Elizabeth Warren, who's normally low energy, looked like She was ready to murder someone and had lightning bolts coming out of her eyes for two hours. Guaranteed was on serious amphetamines, probably large amounts of it. And then again, everyone else clownishly trying to look sad and upset and running the nation down, trying to demoralize us. But that's not the big issue. No, ladies and gentlemen, It's not just the tiny crowd of maybe 50 people paid for by George Soros and others pushing carbon taxes. No. Or the fact there were more Trump supporters outside, probably five to one. The big story is that Google and Facebook and Twitter and Reddit all for the last week have intensified censorship and have locked down the Donald subreddit and other systems where no one could even communicate during this because no one was supposed to be able to ruin this magic moment. You know that song, this magic moment. Oh, it's so beautiful, ladies and gentlemen. It's so cute. It's so wonderful. But you see, they couldn't stop the fact that everyone would reject it, even if they brought in an iron curtain, an iron mask, an iron steel trap to, 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 to purge and to have a scourge of free speech in the hopes of propping up this facade. It's still a facade, even if you try to prop it up. And so people rejected it in mass. And that's the big takeaway that all the censorship and all the control and all the manipulation and, and, and all the pre-hype and our crews were there, the place was like a ghost town. The people coming out looked 
completely low energy, didn't want to talk to any of the media. They looked like they'd all just come out of a really bad movie. There were people falling asleep and surfing their phones and yawning in the front rows. And it just got better and better and better. You know those movies that are so bad they're good? They even have awards for the worst movies. And you know you watch some of those movies, they're hilarious. Uh, some of these you know, horror movies that are low budget. This was the same thing. I, I, I was just entranced by this, by this circus crew. But they are the ruling class. They are still currently in power. And they're trying to cling on to power. Look at Trump with all of his energy, all his focus, and how much he's gotten done. Look at what InfoWars has done. Look at what you've done. Every American, no matter what color you are, if you love freedom and you love justice, then you are part of the winning team and you're not part of clown world, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of other angles to this. Obviously, we're going to be playing clips today, going over it. We're going to be covering it live tonight. Robert Barnes is going to be hosting. I'll be back tonight, 7 o'clock Central for Clown World. Thank you all for your support. Uh, but I got to tell you, this is the rotting edifice of the establishment. They are delusional. And I'm more sure than ever we're going to win. But it's going to be an incredible fight because these people are disconnected from reality. Again. There's a lot of other angles here, but the big ones are the almost no attendance outside, the low energy, the technical difficulties, uh, the fact that they were all fighting with each other just shows what a ship of fools this is. But remember, despite all the system trying to prop it up, it collapsed like everything else they do. But if they're able to steal the election with Google meddling, We'll never know that we really won because they will steal it and tell us that we're losers, just like they stole the House in last year's election. So Trump must act because they will try to force us to keep living in clown world by election fraud, just like they do in Venezuela and other authoritarian regimes. Robert Barnes is taking over. Please don't forget, this broadcast is listener-supported. We make it easy with great products. We're going to have to end the special uh, coming up. On July 4th, so the July 4th special is about to end. It's the Save InfoWars special, extended, store-wide free shipping, 50% off, double Patriot points. And we have the limited edition Clown World uh, shirt that is the style of a rock and roll shirt or a arena shirt, a concert shirt, where it basically commemorates and celebrates uh, this ridiculous Clown World event. We've already sold half of the 5,000. It's limited edition. Get yours at InfoWarsStore.com or InfoWarsLifetime.com or by calling toll-free 888 Now, for the balance of the broadcast, Robert Barnes will be uh, analyzing this, attorney at law and InfoWars counsel. Please stay with us and spread the word. That's how we override the clowns that think they're in control, but not much longer. Happy to be here, uh, subbing in for Alex Jones uh, this afternoon, who will be back tonight to cover the second uh, stage of the Democratic debates, uh, Clown World Part 2, the sequel. Uh, we'll see if it's as good as uh, as comedic uh, as the first one was. We'll also be discussing major decisions today by the Supreme Court of the United States. Can the uh, Commerce Department simply ask a citizenship question on the U.S. Census? Can uh, legislators or judges decide how districting is done across the country? Can Democrats go to judges and have them rewrite political districts that were chosen in, in a different way by the elected officials? 
Can why has the Supreme Court that was appointed by mostly pro-life conservative jurists continually abandoned them at key decisions about government authority? We'll talk about the surprise winner of the Democratic debates last night. The Democratic scandals covered up both last night and may be covered up again tonight. We'll talk about what questions should be asked the Democratic candidates for the debates tonight and what questions should be asked Robert Mueller, who's the guest who just won't go away, and Lenny Dykstra's cold coffee rule that's needed for Robert Mueller for Republican questioning in his upcoming congressional appearance. When you have a pain in the neck, a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay heating wraps and pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. Yes, see Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products start at under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles. And there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war. And even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. 
briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the maximum alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. We want to just give us straight donations. There's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars. Super special. Emergency special. 50% off all InfoWars best-selling life products. All of them. 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality. Survival Shield X2. Now back in stock. Brain Force Plus. Turbo Force. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Show many more. Stock up on the toothpaste. The copy. Sign up for auto ship an additional 10% off. And I forgot. Double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. And again, cancel auto ship anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Hey, uh, guest hosting today on the Alex Jones Show. This is attorney Robert Barnes uh, stepping in for Alex. We'll be back uh, tonight to for Clown World Part 2 uh, with Owen Schroyer to uh, discuss the second stage of the Democratic debates when the big candidates will be up there. We'll be discussing uh, why is the media going after the Drudge Report for its poll survey on who the surprise winner was of last night's Democratic debate. What scandal questions did the media refuse to ask last night's debate candidates? And will they ask Joe Biden? Will they ask Bernie Sanders? Will they ask Kamala Harris? Will they ask Pete Buttigieg? Those same questions that they refused to ask last night about scandals in these candidates' past. But first, with the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court today issued two seminal decisions. One on the question about whether or not the President Trump can ask about whether someone is a citizen for our own census of our own citizens. And the second question is whether or not the, the who gets to control how candidates are picked and uh, how districts are drawn. Do the people that are elected get to pick that, the legislators and governors, or do the liberal courts get to pick that? First, the good news. In the redistricting decision, the courts finally, the Supreme Court finally put an end to the uh, judges rewriting districts in favor of Democratic candidates and Democratic politicians who fail to win elections. As they made clear today, redistricting is something that a, a party does not have standing to bring. It's a political question that belongs to the legislators and to the governor, not to uh, unelected politicians and unelected federal judges. The doctrine of standing is sort of like a way to think of it is uh, if in order to be able to speak at a town hall, you need to stand to speak. So standing is whether or not you have a legal right, a legal entitlement, a legal opportunity to be able to present an argument in court. In this context, the question is who decides? Who has the power? Who gets to write and draw the districts? Do the elected officials do that people have chosen to do so or do the courts get to do so? And so this was a critical decision where the Supreme Court finally put an end to judges rewriting districts, overturning legislators, overturning the elected officials the public chose to write these districts. So that's a big win, a big win for conservatives, a big win for constitutionalists, a big win for civil libertarians, a big win for little d Democrats. Now we get to the second decision on the census. The census decision is not quite how the media will portray it, though it is not the win that Trump deserved. 
The media will portray this as a complete uh, victory by uh, the people attacking the president because the Supreme Court did not affirmatively state that the Commerce Department could simply ask whether or not you're a citizen on a census form that's about doing a census of U.S. citizens. So despite the sort of ludicrous and absurd nature of a Supreme Court saying that question cannot be asked by the uh, elected executive branch of government, there, there was a caveat to the court's decision. Uh, the court also said that uh, the Commerce Department could actually include the citizenship question if they came back with a better rationale and justification. Now, this is the Supreme Court overseeing the executive branch in a way that the Constitution does not call for, and that is anti-democratic in its form because it has the court re-examining the motives and intent and uh, ideas behind these policies. And, and it will come as no surprise, the justice who was key to this was Chief Justice Roberts. It was the four Democratic justices, democratically appointed justices, and Justice Roberts, just like it was in Obamacare. Now, notably, Obama went out in the Obamacare case, Justice Roberts went out of his way to completely ignore what Barack Obama had said, that the mandate was a mandate, and instead pretended it was a tax. And because it was a tax, it magically became constitutional. That, of course, didn't really make any sense by people who had reviewed the actual public or political record. Yet here he goes out of his way to suddenly say motive is all that matters and that all that matters is whether or not uh, the Commerce Department and the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross, uh, what was their real goal and objective in asking a very simple, basic, elemental question that has been on every census in the census's history, which is, are you a citizen or not? Uh, and instead said, well, we, we're going to second guess that. We're going to doubt that. We're going to challenge that. We're going to say for some reason we can no longer take him at his word, even though in the case of Obamacare, Justice Roberts, again, the key decision maker, went out of his way to make up words that didn't even exist and motives that didn't even exist. So this gets us to a broader question about the Supreme Court in general. Here we have had, for the majority of the time since the 1990s, a majority of Supreme Court justices appointed by presidents who promised to, that they would appoint justices that would affirm constitutional principles, affirm certain conservative principles, and affirm pro-life principles in particular. And yet, on the issue of abortion, the Supreme Court has hardly budged or moved from the liberal consensus that came in before it. If anything, they've become even more ideological in their support of it. And here again, you see Justice Roberts taking the Anthony Kennedy role that was previously played by Sarah Day O'Connor, which is basically uh, trying to appeal to the cocktail circuit, trying to appeal to the media uh, and get their approval, trying to make sure that he is welcome at all the cocktail parties in D.C. and New York. Uh, the, the Justice Kennedy played that role for many years. Justice O'Connor played that role before him. And here you have another justice abandoning the, uh, the principles that got him there, abandoning the conservative principles that helped him get nominated in the first instance in order to seek the approval of the rentier class, the media class, the legal left class, uh, instead of seeking the approval of the law and seeking the approval of those who put him in the position of power in the first place. This is why the, the sort of uh, never-Trump world will never appoint justices or, or recommend justices that will in any way support or continue to substantiate uh, true conservatism. Uh, it is evident that uh, both of Trump's appointees both recognize that the, obviously the citizenship question should be included uh, for a census of U.S. citizens uh, and that it would be insane and absurd to do anything different. So the president had a partial setback, but it wasn't quite a complete setback because even Chief Justice Roberts couldn't completely prostitute his principles just to seek the momentary approval of the folks in the Hamptons for the summer. So while he, he obtained part of that approval, what he did was allow the census uh, 
to include a citizenship question if they simply go back and change their motivation and rationale um, and come up with a more compelling and convincing one, which I'm quite sure they will. So I think ultimately this is a momentary setback, not a long-term setback. The win in the Supreme Court on redistricting is far more significant and consequential than the loss on the census question. But the, uh, this, that wraps up the entire Supreme Court term. The Supreme Court is now off for the summer. They take extended breaks. They continue to take only a small number of cases, which other people question and challenge, uh, often 60 to 80 cases a year. Uh, when the, the, and that's the same number they were taking back in the 70s. So some have reasonably and fairly and correctly questioned whether that's enough. But that's what they're doing. And they sort of skipped out and dodged on a lot of political questions. The fact that the census question only was decided on the literally the very last day they could issue a decision suggests that Justice Roberts went back and forth. Do I appease the Hamptons crowd? Do I appease the New York Times crowd? Do I appease the Harvard Law School crowd? Or do I appease the, the people who put me in power? Do I, appease, do I uphold the principles that I had promised to uphold in getting nominated to this position in the first place? Do I simply follow what the Constitution, the law, histor- history, precedent, and common sense say to follow? Unfortunately, what he chose was he sort of split the baby like uh, that, that was requested of Solomon, and in the process, ultimately will likely give Trump an ultimate victory by being able to include the citizenship question in the, in the uh, census, but put that in doubt uh, momentarily by the way in which he framed it and by second-guessing the Commerce Secretary's decision. When we come back, we should look at who is the surprise winner of the Democratic debates and what they have in common with President Trump. What we'll also look at is why is the media attacking the Drudge Report? Why does the media think you should never listen to polls from the Drudge Report? Why is the media unhappy with who the surprise winner was? And we'll also talk about the not-so-surprising loser. So come back to The Alex Jones Show, attorney Robert Barnes stepping in today to discuss that and more. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-506-6740. 800-506-6740. That's 800-506-6740. I want to be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months a year. We need to end here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloody and then I'm up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with 
with lies, and that just brings more people here. So I'm in one hell of a fight, and so are you, and I need war bonds, I need gas, I need ammo politically now. But literally, if you flood us with money, and if you flood us with product purchases, and if you flood us with your word of mouth, you're unstoppable, we're unstoppable together. I want to send a strong message to the enemy. I want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us, and I will never back down. You have my commitment. This only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this. Infowars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's 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 Orwellian. It's it's biblical. It's it's authoritarian. It's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking I've begged for your support before, and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsTore.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue because we could be shut down. In the 40 years that I've been in American politics, I've never seen a situation with the mainstream media in which facts and truth and evidence no longer matters. The false claim that you purposely said kitty porn to the Sandy Hook plaintiffs is ludicrous as well as false. It's a smear. Somebody sends you something that's encrypted. You don't even open it. It ends up swept up in the discovery of 9 million documents and then it's blamed on you. This is Kafka. Esque. This is bizarre. But the way the mainstream media rushes out to say Jones sent kitty porn is really outrageous. I have a lot of respect for those media outlets and those commentators who retracted and corrected and clarified. But I wonder where are the big boys? Where's the Wall Street Journal? Where's Associated Press? When are they going to report that they made a mistake and what they said about you was inaccurate? So we both need your help. And I urge folks to continue to support InfoWars with your dollars. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Glad to be back as the uh, guest host, attorney Robert Barnes, for The Alex Jones Show. So why is it, who was the surprise winner of the uh, Democratic debate last night? Well, there was the main surprise winner, and uh, that was uh, this guy. Uh, President Donald Trump was the real winner of the Democratic debate last night. As people saw how weak the Democratic Party is in terms of its nominees, how many of its candidates lack spine, how many of them lack style, how many of them lack simple persuasive skill on a debate stage. The sort of unanimous thing was that if you wanted a new substitute for insomnia, you didn't need to take various sleeping pills, but you could just uh, have the Democratic debate on a loop. So this was the net effect of the Democratic debate in terms of it drawing attention. But the other surprise winner within the Democratic stage last night was someone who is not a big surprise for people who have been observing the political scene for some time, and that was Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. So what's unique about Tulsi Gabbard? She shares President Trump's perspective more than any other, anyone else on that stage on issues of foreign policy and war and conflict. In fact, that was the only person accused of being the most like Trump on stage last night was Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. 
But Gabbard is someone that the mainstream press and the establishment press has waged a complete war on to suppress her dissident voice on the warmongering, war-loving Democratic Party of today. So the, uh, consequently, they couldn't promote her and haven't been promoting her, and two-thirds of the country were first introduced to her and her views last night, including most Democrats. And she was the number one person searched on what's called Google Trends. So you can go to Google and look up Google Trends, and you can look at who the rest of the world is searching for. Two-thirds of the states had Tulsi Gabbard as the number one person they were searching for. There was a map that was done in the Zero Hedge article that's also up on InfoWars, where it mentioned that ahead of the debate, Elizabeth Warren is the person that's being uh, mostly researched, a little bit with Cory Booker and some with Beto O'Rourke. And Tulsi Gabbard didn't place first anywhere other than her home state of Hawaii. However, after the debate, it was all Tulsi Green. Uh, this, that it covered the entire West Coast, almost the entire industrial Midwest, most of Appalachia. In fact, only states with a large African-American population saw Cory Booker topper. Otherwise, she was number one across the country in all of those searches. You see it all across that map. It's just one. It looks like a Trump election map, just one big uh, wave for, for one party. And you see in the Southeast and in uh, Indiana and Michigan, states that have substantial African-American populations on the Democratic primary side, that's where you see Cory Booker make some uh, stay. Not surprisingly, Vermont is an anomalous uh, state because that's where Bernie Sanders, of course, is from, and he remains the most searched candidate there on a routine and regular basis. And New Jersey for Cory Booker because that's his home state. And only in the states that have a substantial, where the African-American vote is the predominant vote in the Democratic primary in the Southeast, do you see where Cory Booker dominated. So the uh, And basically, I think he brought up civil rights or in, in some way, shape, or form, anytime, any way he could. But what this showed was this was you had someone who was polling 1% to 2% in the polls who'd got almost no media coverage. And it was not surprisingly, the only candidate to be compared to Donald Trump last night was Tulsi Gabbard. The only candidate to challenge the establishment wars was Tulsi Gabbard. The only candidate to get an adverse question of any kind or of any caliber from anyone else on the press that night was Tulsi Gabbard. And it's not, uh, it's not at all a surprise that she was also the candidate who's gotten the least positive press coverage coming into the debates uh, and is the least supported by big money and big finance. So it's not a surprise that when people saw the refreshing nature of someone being authentic, someone being independent, someone being Trump-like within the Democratic Party and in sharing the viewpoints and the perspectives of Trump on foreign wars and foreign policies, Trump is probably the most uh, war-skeptical candidate to get elected to the presidency in our modern era. Uh, has pulled us out of Libya, uh, has uh, made sure we didn't go further into other Mideast wars, have not gone into Iran, have not gone into Venezuela, have not snuck gone into Ukraine. Whereas if Hillary had been elected president, we probably would have been all over the place. And Gabbard also caused the only damage control that any candidate had to issue last night as she took out Congressman Tim Ryan. So Congressman Tim Ryan had to, she smacked him around a little bit uh, because he didn't know who it was that attacked us on 9-11. So you had the sort of W uh, Republicans who didn't know who attacked us on 9-11, thinking somehow it was Iraq. And last night you had uh, Democratic Congressman Tim Ryan, who likes to talk about how he's a high school quarterback all the time, uh, though betters lost that bet last night, whether he would bring it up again. But he actually blamed uh, the, the Taliban in Af- Afghanistan and the various uh, uh, leaders in Afghanistan, not al-Qaeda, for causing 9-11. So she immediately made clear that was not the case and pointed out and was one of the only candidates to challenge any foreign government's 
misuse and abuse of our American political process by noting Saudi Arabia's role in supporting al-Qaeda and supporting 9-11. So her willingness to voice dissident views against the, the empire, the political establishment, the national security establishment that the media is in bed with uh, is, what in light, is what lit a flame across the country amongst other Democrats who want that kind of honesty, integrity, and independence in their nominee, which means she's probably going to get attacked left and right. That, in turn, led to a surprising set of attacks, and that was an attack on Matt Drudge. So Drudge Report simply put up a poll. They have millions of people who go to the Drudge Report each day, uh, and they voted on who they thought won the Democratic debate. And Drudge Report viewers, it was the biggest online poll, a far bigger poll than any polling that was going to be done by any media organization. And they came back and they said Tulsi Gabbard was the winner. They selected her as the overwhelming winner by 3 to 1, 4 to 1, 5 to 1 margins over any other candidate. So what does the media do? I guarantee you if the Drudge Report had said Elizabeth Warren won the debate, then there would have been a celebration of the Drudge Report poll. But because it was the one candidate that they've been trying to suppress knowledge of, one, the one candidate they don't want people to know about, the one candidate whose dissident, independent, Trump-like views they want to suppress from the Democratic Party, uh, the, is the, the media has waged war on the Drudge Report, saying people shouldn't be looking at it, that it's a journalistic malpractice to even reference it. Uh, there are stories on the Hill, stories by the Washington Post reporters, stories by polling consultants and data consultants who are enraged because they think they alone should be the gatekeeper of news and information and public polling, that no, you, you should never listen to the Drudge Report or to Matt Drudge or to review the Drudge Report because it simply reflects honest, accurate, independent information. That was also the large basis of Tulsi Gabbard's appeal last night. She comes across as authentic. She comes across as real. She, so even though her social and cultural positions are out of touch with many many Americans and, and definitely many Republicans and conservatives, her foreign policy positions is what made her stand out. Of the five and a half minutes she got to speak last night, whereas they were giving 10 minutes or more to people like Cory Booker, uh, almost all of it was about agreeing with Trump's foreign policy in one way, shape, or form. And, he, and to the degree that she was even critical at all, her criticism was of people like John Bolton and some of the neocons that have tried to push Trump into wars that he has wisely, sagely pushed back on. So it's not a surprise that she was really the, the, the winner. The question then is who is, as a, you know, one article put it for reason, uh, you know, Tulsi Gabbard wrecks Dems with powerful anti-war debate answers. That's why she's sort of the Ron Paul of the Democratic Party. Uh, and for that same reason, they're going to suppress any knowledge or information about her. But that isn't the end of it. Who are the big losers? Well, there was Beto O'Rourke, whose attempt to speak Spanish backfired and failed uh, abysmally. But he wasn't the only loser. The first big loser was the media itself. Not only because of its repeated technological failures last night, which we'll get to in the next segment, which led to a very popular meme that uh, predictably the press will likely call a doctored video by Carpe Donctum, but the other big loser was the ratings. The, the, these candidates are so uninteresting, so boring, so bland, so uh, as Trump himself, his first, his big, his, his only content-driven tweet last night about the Democratic debates was boring in all caps and exclamation points, and for good cause and good reason. It's because uh, aside from the, the famous, I mean, when the biggest thing that comes out for you out of a Democratic debate or any debate is people making memes and jokes about you, that means you're likely the loser, and that was Beto O'Rourke. He was the unanimously content loser. Uh, all, he was not only the subject of most of the memes, people talking about, as Cassandra Fairbanks noted, his, uh, his peculiar lack of speaking Spanish and the way in which he tried to speak Spanish, uh, like someone who just adds extra, you know, says resto instead, you know, takes an English word and then tries to add something to make with a Spanish accent, tries to make it sound Spanish. 
But the other big losers were the uh, TV networks themselves and the media, not only for its technical failures and its complete inability to challenge and contest these Democratic candidates on their past scandals or just any kind of drama of, of, of whatsoever, but their ratings were abysmal. So the, the, when Donald Trump appeared, Fox News, a cable news network, Fox News, attracted almost 25 million people to watch Donald Trump in a debate that is still seminal and, rem- and memorable to this day. With network news and three networks covering it, they couldn't even break 10 million people. So the Trump gets two and a half times the attention. So when we come back on The Alex Jones Show, the me guest hosting today, we'll discuss what Democratic scandals got covered up last night, what Democratic scandals might get covered up tonight. Will they discuss Joe Biden in Ukraine? InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little d-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor. But I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. Clown World, InfoWars.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's already being printed. Your new ultra-limited edition Clown World t-shirt will be shipped out to you. And on the back, like a concert t-shirt, Clown World 2020, Cory Booker and all the rest of the usual suspects. We're going to have live coverage, and there's only 5,000 of these being printed. And that's it, and it funds the operation. It's a clown world, and we're just living in it. Celebrate the circus that is Democratic debates for this exclusive limited time Clown World shirt, $19.95, really soft, nice, high-quality fabric, whole nine yards for everybody, no reviews yet, and yes, we're running store-wide, free shipping, 50% off of the supplements, and double Patriot points, and that's how we fund this operation. Thanks to you, the amazing audience, and this amazing crew, and everybody else, we will prevail. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Please support us today. These sales are big. 
Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw. Even it is what, what you just this is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. La situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demandado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar este. Necesitamos incluir cada persona en nuestra democracia. Uh, cada votar, ca cada votante necesitamos la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar. La situación, la situación ahora es inaceptable. Este presidente ha atacado, ha demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable y voy a cambiar este. Oh, congresista O'Rourke, ¿qué haría usted en el primer día, si usted es presidente, sobre esta realidad que está ocurriendo? What would you do, Congressman, day one at the White House? Vamos a tratar cada persona con el respeto y dignidad que merecen como humanos. Me llamo Julián Castro y estoy postulando por presidente de los Estados Unidos. Let's switch to another topic now. We've got a lot to get through. Let's, let's talk. My grandfather was actually separated from his family when he came to this country. And the only thing they didn't have there is uh, uh, I am FACO, which is basically what that was. So, I mean, at least, you know, Julian Castro, Diaz Belarte, they can do it because they're natively Spanish. They grew up in Spanish. Uh, but uh, Beto's attempt to start off by doing Spanish led to the famous gif now, the famous meme uh, of him with uh, Congressman Booker and Elizabeth Warren both sort of looking at him with strange eyes. You don't want to be the subject of a bad meme as your first debate. Uh, Beto's has sort of burned up quickly. Uh, and part of it was that, that sort of fake Spanish routine. Uh, same with Booker. Booker, that's just not a good Spanish routine. If you can't really speak the language or you don't sound like you can speak the language because 90% of the audience is not going to be speaking Spanish, they had Telemundo. So the Telemundo was already translating things. So there was no real – it didn't provide anything other than to say, uh, look at me, I am Faco. 
and that's what happened. And so the uh, uh, and so it probably helped to crash Beto. But it, you go into other forms of sort of subtle bigotry that the Democrats engage in. Uh, you had uh, uh, Congressman Swalwell uh, actually basically compare all Hispanic citizens in the United States to illegal immigrants, pre- presume that all of them are. You also had Elizabeth Warren do the same thing at the very beginning, and then something the media didn't follow up on. There's almost been no media commentary on, which is this statement by Senator Elizabeth Warren. She said the economy is doing great for people who want to invest in private prisons, just not for the African-Americans and Latinos whose families are torn apart or lives are destroyed. Well, basically what she's saying is that uh, when she says the word prison and the first word image that comes to her are black people and brown people. That gives you a sense of the kind of bigotry and prejudice that the soft prejudice that exists throughout the liberal community and particularly amongst Democratic candidates. To, for the first thing you to do to talk about African-Americans and Latinos is to reference them in regards to prison gives you an idea for what is happening. In fact, the majority of prisoners are, are not African-American or Latino. So it gives you an idea for where her mindset is and, where the, and, and the fact the media had no follow-up on it whatsoever, just like the, you know, the quasi-Spanish that was being listened to where all kinds of people were commenting. And you know, it sounded like people who think of the Spanish accent and they take an English word and they say hello as their form of a hello. So the, it was uh, you know, just fake across the board. But it wasn't the only sort of miscues last night and misdeeds last night. There was a meltdown as uh, the, the president mocked and satirized in multiple formats uh, of the uh, the uh, both NBC, MSNBC, and Telemundo were co-hosting it, and they had multiple breakdowns on mic failures, multiple breakdowns on blackouts and visual failures. They had to go to multiple breaks. They actually lost debate time because of their failures to just do basic technical communication. And so the in fact, there's a uh, well, let's go to a video on it. The uh, number eight. The, they had to go to commercial repeatedly after technical d- difficulties. This was the embarrassment of last night's clown world first stage one, round one debates. To go with guns and Senator Warren, I want to start with you. We are less than 50 miles from Parkland, Florida, where 17 people were killed in a school shooting last year and where there has been significant activism on gun violence ever since. Many of you are calling for a restoration of an assault weapons ban, but even if implemented, there will still be hundreds of millions of guns in this country. Should there be a role for the federal government? Your other mics are on. Uh, everybody's mics are on. I, I think we have a. I heard that too. That's okay. I think we had a little mic issue in the back. Control room. We've got. We have the. I think audio. we heard. Yeah, we have the audience audio. All right. So the question is simply this: Sorry. We're talking. We're from. I apologize. You guys didn't get to hear this. Uh, the first part of the question. Obviously, we're not far from Parkland, Florida. Uh, gun activism has become uh, a big part of high school life up yeah. there in Broward County. Many of you are calling for tighter gun restrictions. Some of you are calling for the restoration of the assault weapons ban. But even if it's put in place, there's still going to be perhaps hundreds of millions of guns still on the streets. Is there a role for the federal government in order to play in order to get these guns off the streets? <laughs> and they're laughing. They're laughing at the technical thing. We are hearing our colleagues' audio. I, if the control room can turn off the mics, yeah. If the if the control room can turn off the mics of our previous moderators, we will. You know, we prepared for yes. everything. Guess what, guys? We are going to take a quick break. We're going to get this technical uh, situation fixed. We will be right back. 
<laughs> they didn't prepare for the only thing they were really supposed to prepare for. So, I mean, they didn't prepare, prepare to ask scandal questions about the various scandals and controversies involving any of these candidates. They didn't pose any meaningful policy-based questions that had any substantive detail beyond one or two. They, uh, they accepted answers like, what is your biggest geopolitical uh, risk to the United States? And they mentioned things that were not geopolitical risks, uh, things that aren't, aren't actual countries. Uh, in other t- cases, they contradicted each other. They said China and climate change. Well, if they really did care about climate change, then China would be their main concern rather than the United States mining and manufacturing. So the, uh, uh, the only thing they had to do was to make sure the mics work, and they end up with when the most memorable thing from a Democratic debate, aside from its failed ratings, aside from the surprise winner of President Trump and Tulsi Gabbard, the one candidate they didn't want to develop any momentum with, when the main other thing is the failure to actually have the mics work and the video and the cameras work, the only things you had to prepare for gives you a sense of how bad the media has got to in the Democratic debate process. But the, uh, in addition to that, of course, the president himself had multiple comments on it, talked about how embarrassing and humiliating that was for a major media network to not get basic broadcasting simple uh, correct. But uh, the Carpe Donctum, the famous uh, meat ma- uh, meme maker, had a wonderful meme that, uh, the, that the president himself retweeted that is also driving the press crazy today uh, that uh, made clear here was the real reason for the uh, technical defects and explains the technical defects well. So let's go to video number five. Senator Warren, I want to start with you. We are less than 50 miles from Parkland, Florida, where 17 people were killed in a school shooting. We are we are going to take a quick break. We're going to get this technical uh, situation. What's happening? So the great Carpe Donctum, uh, who was one who actually partially became famous by his uh, winning an InfoWars meme-making award, uh, was, uh, was right at it right away, and the president retweeted it again. Uh, and so the media sort of, and again, the real winner last night was the president of the United States. The real winner probably tonight will be President Trump as well. And the question is going to be, uh, aside from all the other aspects of the Democratic debate last night, one of the key aspects is the questions that were not asked, the scandals that were not covered, the controversies that were not uh, looked at, not even a simple basic question that could give rise to it. You had people like Senator Booker, and we'll get into the, some of the scandals that were covered up last night by the press in the Democratic debate. Senator Booker was asked questions about Wall Street and asked questions about Big Pharma. Well, what stands out about uh, Senator Booker? He is the number one recipient of big drug company money of any senator in the United States Senate. He is one of the top recipients of Wall Street money of any senator in the United States Senate. They failed to ask that simple question. How was he? In fact, he was the lead opponent to blocking the president's ability to negotiate for lower drug prices. So while the the press was covering that aspect up for him, the question is they also didn't ask Elizabeth Warren, Senator Warren, the simple question about how can she be president of the United States when she can't even get a DNA test right? 
So these aspects will be, but we'll get into not only the scandals that were covered up last night, but whether they'll ask about the scandals tonight. What about Joker Joe and creepy, sleepy Uncle Joe Biden in his Me Too moment that's going to be tonight on the Democratic clown world stage? What about uh, Biden's involvement in China and Ukraine, the millions of dollars, the billion dollar contract, the government surveillance technology that was used and sold to China? We're going to get into all of it. So stay here with us on The Alex Jones Show. I'll be guest hosting. Come back as we get into the real scandals the media will try to cover up tonight. I just want listeners to understand money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this. And we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the Save InfoWars 50% off, but we make only like five, ten dollars on higher marked up stuff. We're making like two dollars on the toothpaste at that price. And we're moving a ton of it, okay? But you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get twenty thousand dollars. That doesn't pay for all the infrastructure, the bandwidth, the lawyers, the crew. So we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product. I want to expand, not contract. And for six months, we've not just been at a standstill. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately, we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who have been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare and libel targeting you. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back to The Alex Jones Show. Guest host, Robert Barnes. We're going to be talking more about the Democratic debate, the scandals that have been covered up to date, the scandals that they may not ask about tonight but should, uh, the scandals that were covered up last night. Uh, the, uh, but as part of that, let's discuss some of the – one of the other interpretations. Even the New York Times said the Democratic debate exposed how the Democratic Party has moved far to the left. Uh, the, the most conservatives really haven't budged so, that much in their political opinions over the past 20 to 30 years. They still oppose dumb wars. They still support meaningful borders. They still support protecting independent economic opportunity for the little person, the little guy in the everyday f- business in this country. But let's go to uh, uh, one of the more interesting statements tonight. We'll go to video number 10 last night. Was uh, Julian Castro decided that he was not only 
pro-abortion for uh, as many people as possible. Uh, he also was uh, for abortion rights for people who cannot even get pregnant in the first place. Uh, let's go to video uh, uh, excerpt number 10. As for you, all of you on stage support a woman's right to an abortion. You all support some version of a government health care option. Would your plan cover abortion, Mr. Secretary? Uh, yes, it would. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. And, you know, what that means is that just because a woman or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, a trans female, uh, is poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. More than that, uh, everybody in this crowd and watching at home knows that in our country today, a person's right to choose is under assault in places like Missouri, in Alabama, in Georgia. I would appoint judges to the federal bench that understand the precedent of Roe v. Wade and will respect it. And in addition to that, make sure that we fight hard as we transition our health care system to one where everybody can get and exercise that. So there you have taxpayer-supported, taxpayer-subsidized, taxpayer-paid-for abortions, even for people who cannot biologically get pregnant. But that wasn't the only crazy uh, statements made last night. You also had Senator Klobacher from Minnesota, who mostly was nervous most of the evening uh, with her uh, uh, big time on the big stage and not ready for it, uh, also talking about how when they take your gun away, that's really just a voluntary action. So let's go to video excerpt number 11. Let me give 30 seconds, um, Senator Klobuchar, the Iron Range. I'm curious, gun confiscation, right? If the government is buying back, how do you, how do you not have that conversation? Well, that's not confiscation. You right. would give them the offer to buy back their gun. But I'll say this. I look at these proposals and I say, um, does this hurt my Uncle Dick and his deer stand coming from a proud hunting and fishing state? These proposals don't do that. When I was a prosecutor, I supported the assault weapon ban. When I was in the Senate, I saw those moms from Sandy Hook come and try to advocate for change, and we all failed. And then, now, these Parklandkins from Florida, they started a literally a national shift. You know why? It's just like with gay marriage. When kids talk to their parents and their grandparents, they say, I don't understand why we can't put these sensible things in place. They listen. And if we get bested by a bunch of 17-year-olds, it's the best thing that ever happened. So there you have her. In fact, what was amazing was all the Democratic candidates at different times were asked a very specific question. Would they take away gun rights of ordinary Americans? Would they, would they change the meaning of the Second Amendment by trying to pack the court, as many of them have talked about? Would they try to get the Second Amendment reversed by Department of Justice policies and arguments? Would they uh, respect the Second Amendment rights and would they extend those to ordinary Americans? And they couldn't answer the question. And instead, they had tried to convince people that uh, buybacks are really just voluntary ways in which to uh, take away people's uh, rights to bear arms. They didn't talk about the main mechanism that Israel and other countries have used to defend themselves, including defending schools against school shootings, which include the right of teachers to be able to arm and defend themselves. So you had the craziness that took place last night. You had the surprise winners last night. You had the not-so-surprising losers last night. Let's preview the Democratic debates coming up tonight. What scandals will be gone into? Will they talk about Joe, Joker Joe and his Me Too moment? Will they talk about uh, the issues related to Ukraine and China? Will they talk about whether or not uh, Joker Joe Biden was involved in selling military secrets to the uh, Chinese? Whether or, not the, uh, whether or not his son's connections raise questions of corruption? InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. 
Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed, and it's not going to be fun. But that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. We don't fear death. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the InfoWar and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you got one! InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Yeah! We can have fun, and we can joke, and we can laugh about Clown World, and the ridiculous display of ineptitude and incompetency that took place last night, and is obviously coming up tonight in round two of the low-energy screeching. But remember, these individuals have been able, working with the Chicoms and others, to take control of our nation. And they have a criminal will. So on the surface, we see the evident mental illness, the criminal grasping, and we see these kleptocrats as pathetic, because they are. But they're organized. And they mean business. And you saw the giant tech companies in the last few weeks hype and promote these debates as if it was the second coming of Christ or the invention of the wheel or the discovery of fire. And you saw how they concertedly, from Reddit to Google to Facebook, shut anyone down that made any negative comments. And yes, it blew up in their face, because the product sucks. You can't polish a turd. You can't put lipstick on a pig. But they still aren't aware of how they look, or how they come off, or what they're doing. They're still organized, they're still in power, and they're still moving forward against us. That's it. This is double-sided. They are falling apart. They're starting to become self-aware. 
the entire public worldwide is turning against globalism and leftist victimology. But that's the problem. Now that they're cornered rats and they've destroyed so many civilizations, they're going to try to accelerate Cloward and Piven and bring down the system because that's their only shot, they believe, at maintaining control. So we are truly in a catch-22. But yes, the no energy, the no crowds, the technical difficulties, uh, the low energy despite the fact they look like they've been taking amphetamines, almost all of them. This is a great opportunity for everyone, but again, it's also a great danger because, as I've just said, they are dug in and they are backed up by the globalists and by Silicon Valley, who is actively stealing the 2020 election and actively stole the House conservatively in the midterms last year. You've seen them pull out the stops with the fake rape allegations. You've seen them pull out the stops with the Jesse Smollett hoaxes and the Covington kids. You've seen them pull out the stops with me and, 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 you know, and, and trying to set me up with child porn. You've seen all of it, and they're just getting started. This isn't a regular time. This is a major global political realignment against the technocracy. And if we don't take it as deadly serious like cancer, they're going to win. We have all the opportunities on our hands to stop them, but we've got to do it. We need the listeners of this broadcast who the globalists see as their number one enemy, because you are their enemy, the heart of the resistance worldwide to understand how important you are and to redouble your efforts like modern Paul Revere's to tell everyone about this broadcast and other broadcasts that tell the truth and other websites that tell the truth like DrudgeReport.com and Tucker Carlson and others. This is so critical. We're pro-human. We're anti-offensive war. We're pro-family. We're pro-self-defense. We are the classical liberals. They are the fascist left, and they must be defeated. But only you, aggressively, telling the truth, will defeat them. That's why they've demonized me as a psychological inoculation, so people won't be at my side, so that we won't promote each other, so that we'll be ashamed of who we are instead of proud of who we are and how far we've come together. I'm proud of you. Damn proud of you. And I'm proud of the crew and InfoWars and what they put up with and what they go through. Without them, we wouldn't be here. So I salute every single one of you. Back to Robert Barnes and the live global transmission. Don't forget tonight, 7 o'clock Central, part two of the giant train wreck derailment that is so horrible and so boring, it's riveting. Back to Robert Barnes. Glad to be guest hosting with the, uh, on the Alex Jones Show uh, here from Austin, Texas. Uh, reviewing the clown world, even Donald Trump Jr. was using the uh, clown world terminology last night. It was one of his uh, most popular tweets about the Democratic debate. And when you get into what the clown world means, you, you look into what it uh, unveils. While, while they're jumping up and down and celebrating the death of the unborn, uh, you, you basically see them going to such degree that they're going to protect the uh, abortion rights of those who cannot even get pregnant in the first place. And it reminds you of how the left has created sort of a cultish culture around uh, uh, the sort of pagan god of abortion that is discriminatorily, disparately impacting African-American and Latino communities in the United States. So let's, uh, if you look at that sort of broad scale and wholesale, it's happening repeatedly and routinely, and it uh, poses an ongoing and present threat 
uh, to the well-being of, uh, of our civil society. And it's why what you do in supporting InfoWars is so critical and so key. You saw last night what happens when the mainstream media gets to control debates. You have conspiracy theorist Rachel Maddow, who promoted one of the most dangerous, one of the most riskiest, one of the most reckless uh, conspiracy theories in American political and media history and the Russiagate nonsense, uh, get to be one of the questioners on the debate. You have Chuck Todd, whose uh, ideological advocacy has masked any ability to be objective in the, uh, in the media process. You have Lester Holt, who's infamous uh, for spreading fake news of a widespread and wide-scale kind. That's what happens when big corporations and Hollywood industry and cultural value, leftist cultural values, a form of fascism and statism of its own accord, dominate and control the public narrative. That is why what you do here for InfoWars, by supporting the InfoWars store, you are basically seizing the power from the big corporations, from the sort of liberal class elite, and you are giving that power to yourself. You are making sure that you get the news and views you want to have and the news and views you want to share. This is the American experiment applied to the independent free press to create that free press. Because InfoWars is beyond Alex Jones. InfoWars is you, the audience, the public, who make it happen, who make it real. By your independent coverage, you receive news and you make sure others receive news that otherwise wouldn't be told and wouldn't be spread. That's why InfoWars continues its 50% off Save InfoWars sale throughout the entire week uh, for July 4th. By doing so, the, our American independence was predicated on the freedom of speech, the freedom of press, the freedom of thought, the freedom of an independent marketplace that supports the ordinary individual's rights. And that can only happen, that can only manifest itself if by you taking the choice to seize, to seize control, give the power to yourself by supporting InfoWars, by basically purchasing things you're going to purchase anyway. I've been a subscriber for some time. The, uh, the coffee is actually one of the best. I'm a coffee snob, and it's one of the best coffees in the world. But you choose which, product, which products you like, and you, you're choosing products that are highly rated, high, uh, that have been uh, tested, uh, that people can look at and have you know, almost universally enjoyed, and you decide whether you like it. But in doing so, you seize the power to control what press exists in the United States, what speech exists in the United States. And as we come back after the break, we'll discuss the ad attempts at big tech to control speech in the same way big media is trying to control narrative. Project Veritas has more whistleblower leaks, more whistleblower reports. What has that led to? More censorship and more suppression. YouTube continues to suppress Project Veritas's report. Google continues to suppress Project Veritas's report. Now you even have Vimeo and Pinterest suppressing various Project Veritas reports. You even have Reddit suppressing Project Veritas reports. So as we come back, we'll discuss the war on big tech, the Google exposed uh, uh, Project Veritas project that, has, uh, that was discussed yesterday in Congress as Congressman Crenshaw and Senator Cruz exposed further Google employees attempting to commit more perjury or evade perjury for their big tech censorship. So come back after the uh, at, and join the show as we discuss and further how big tech is finally being exposed and we can restore American democracy once and for all with a real independent free press. When you have a pain in the neck, Ugh. a real pain in the neck, back, shoulder, or legs, you now have two convenient choices to get fast relief without taking another pill. Because now, Sunny Bay Heating Wraps and Pillows are available at both Amazon and Walmart. 
Yes. See Sunny Bay's four and a half to five star customer reviews on Amazon.com or Walmart.com. Our microwavable heat wraps, heatable neck pillows, and extra large body wraps are designed better for perfect support where and when you need it. Even while driving, Sunny Bay wraps will not burn and stay balanced to provide soothing hot or cold therapy to help treat temporary or chronic pain. And the best part, Sunny Bay quality products started under $20. Join thousands of happy customers and see why Sunny Bay products have a lifetime 100% positive rating on both Amazon and Etsy. It's easy. Click Amazon or Walmart and search today for Sunny Bay. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthier I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com. Announcing the greatest show on earth. Reparations, free health care, free college, free homes, free money forever. Yay! It's Clown World 2019, the Democratic Party's two-night extravaganza debate. Let's meet the candidates. All-star, Beto O'Rourke. Oh my gosh, Cory Booker, the amazing. Oh, Pocahontas, Joe Biden. Swallowswell says he'll nuke gun owners. Yay! Bernie Sanders loves the Soviet Union. Camilla Harris and so many more. It's the greatest show on earth at InfoWars.com forward slash show. Wednesday and Thursday night. The greatest comedy show on earth. Two nights only. 20 candidates and tons of laughs. June 26th and 27th. Coverage starts at 7 p.m. at InfoWars.com forward slash show. In the 40 years that I've been in American politics, I've never seen a situation with the mainstream media in which facts and truth and evidence no longer matters. The false claim that you purposely said kiddie porn to the Sandy Hook plaintiffs is ludicrous as well as false. It's a smear. Somebody sends you something that's encrypted. You don't even open it. It ends up swept up in the discovery of 9 million documents and then it's blamed on you. This is Kafka. This is bizarre. But the way the mainstream media rushes out to say Jones sent kitty porn is really outrageous. I have a lot of respect for those media outlets and those commentators who retracted and corrected and clarified. But I wonder where are the big boys? Where's the Wall Street Journal? Where's Associated Press? When are they going to report that they made a mistake and what they said about you was inaccurate? So we both need your help. And I urge folks to continue to support InfoWars with your dollars. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
back as uh, a guest host, Robert Barnes, attorney Robert Barnes, on behalf uh, of Alex Jones here on the Alex Jones Show from Austin, Texas, uh, discussing the uh, clown show that took place last night and the clown show that's up again tonight, uh, part two, the sequel. Uh, we'll see if it's any better. What happened last night was also interesting in terms of InfoWars had people on the ground there. And typically in a Democratic debate, you're going to have each of the party, each of the candidates. Here you had 10 different candidates just for tonight, 10 more that are up on the uh, stage last night. Usually they're going to have their supporters out and about to get people excited, to talk to local press, to talk to international press, to talk to the bevy of press that's there, to get out their message, to show enthusiasm for their campaign, to show enthusiasm for their candidate, to show enthusiasm for their party and their policies. Yet there was almost nobody there on behalf of any of the Democratic candidates as they can't gin up any degree of enthusiasm. What they have is what's called in Washington an AstroTurf campaign, where they don't have real grassroots support. They have to lay it down in a fake way. And that's because the, uh, the, the Democratic Party has sort of lost touch with a lot of ordinary voters and doesn't get the excitement and enthusiasm that President Trump did. Because that's who's had the biggest, as we said, the surprise winner last night was President Trump himself. Who had the biggest turnout last night for people outside? It was President Trump. He was the one who had the biggest rally of supporters outside the Democratic debates. So the, uh, not a surprise that that is the, the case or that it went that way. And that's in part because the Democratic Party has lost touch with the mainstream of the ordinary American voter on issues like abortion. That's how you get uh, Senator Booker uh, trying to win the uh, intersectional prize for the Oppression Olympics uh, by saying that not enough talk takes place for transgendered African Americans who are a tiny, tiny, tiny percent of the entire American electorate. That's how you get uh, people like uh, Julian Castro saying that what we need out there is to, uh, is to have abortion rights for people who can't even get pregnant, which takes us to the sort of the whole culture and the cult of abortion that is built up around the Democratic Party. Uh, the Democratic Party goes to lengths. Last night, Senator Warren refused to say that there was any uh, abortion that she would not approve of, uh, including whether an eight-and-a-half-month uh, viable baby that's actually partially born, she wouldn't even say that that abortion should be outlawed. And that's the kind of culture and the cult of, uh, of abortion that has come about in the Margaret Sanger leftist world of the modern day that's against what a lot of Catholic Democrats believe, against what a lot of evangelical African-American Democrats believe. So let's look at a, a video that talks about how much the left has come to celebrate and create a cult around abortion. If uh, we can go to uh, video uh, number uh, uh, two on the main list. Our main story tonight concerns breast implants. Uh, some are against them, others believe they're fine in rare cases, and many believe you should be able to get them whenever the f*** you want. <laughs> Sorry, did I say breast implants? I meant abortions. Tonight's <laughs> main topic concerns abortion. So tonight, in honor of America, I'd like to do a salute to abortion in the Brinks 10th Annual Salute to Abortion. <laughs> Get out of my behind. Get out of my vagina. Get out. It's a woman's body, and she should not be forced to carry anything inside of it. You wouldn't make her keep a tapeworm. Does that have the heartbeat? So you're comparing a baby to a tapeworm? A fetus is a parasite, sweetie. That is not what a fetus looks like, okay? It's a clip of cells at 12 weeks. You think that it is the white man's duty to fix everybody's problems, right? How because you did you adopt? How many? How many did I adopt? I kill my kids. Well, that's what you do to babies, huh? Yeah. I love it. You love it, huh? Yeah, I do. Okay. I hope that you come to Christ, sir. Oh, I never go to Christ. I hope that you come to Christ, no, sir. No, I don't go to Christ. Uh, fertilized egg is a human being. 
Yeah. I, 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 I still, think it's a human being. You're a pig. Because I'm I don't want to kill babies. Oh, you kill them. You let them live so they can starve to death. Dead. Why'd you spit at us? I uh, don't agree with you. No uterus, no right to talk about it. Understand me, motherfucker? In the ninth month, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb of the mother just prior to the birth of the baby. Now, you can say that that's okay, and Hillary can say that that's okay, but it's not okay with me. Well, that is not what happens in these cases, and using that kind of uh, scare rhetoric is just terribly unfortunate. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo lit up the One World Trade Center spire in pink to celebrate his radical expansion of abortion in New York. State lawmakers approved a law permitting abortion in the state for any reason until the 24th week of pregnancy, and then up until birth. If a mother is in labor, I can tell you exactly uh, what would happen. The infant would be delivered. Uh, the infant would be kept comfortable. Uh, the infant would be resuscitated if, if that's what the uh, mother and the family desired. And then a discussion would ensue between the physicians and the mother. There was a question over here. Yes. Um, are you for third trimester abortions? My answer to you is that that should be a decision that the woman makes. Uh, There's scientific consensus that the lives of children are going to be very difficult. Is it okay to still have children? How do you justify the decision to allow Planned Parenthood to rent in this city for free? Next speaker. There's a new video out on Infowars.com of two partial birth abortion, eight and a half month old babies. And, uh, and it makes me want to kill people. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest with you right now. My guts, my spirit sees a baby who got killed and its brain sucked out by some asshole. And then they make a joke out of it. These are abortion doctors with third trimester babies that were about to be born. Defiling them, making jokes about them that they're having a fight. They're playing with dead babies in a, in a little uh, medical pan. And it was pretty shocking, gruesome stuff to see and, and just total lack of regard for humanity. It's just absolutely amazing. <clears throat> We're going to have uh, <clears throat> Abby Johnson. I'm sorry. God bless abortions and God bless America! Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> and when you do try it, really knock it. You know, you got to get that baby out of there. It's a culture that just doesn't celebrate life, but it also is a culture that's hypocritical. So, for example, today, uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. is joined by a range of people questioning various aspects of uh, vaccines, in particular asking questions about whether they're always necessary, whether they're always safe. And, and what's unique here is that the argument there is, why isn't it, uh, if it's my kid, my child, why isn't it my body, my choice, my kid, my choice? Why does it suddenly become the government's choice? Why does it suddenly become the government can force an invasive aspect into your body, uh, and yet you, the, uh, you're supposed to be able to have the choice to remove a life uh, from permanent existence? So there there's the inconsistent hypocrisy between how vaccinations are treated in the press and in the public uh, versus how abortions have been celebrated by large parts of the left. And that continues to happen across the democratic spectrum in ways that actually 
uh, is not connected to large numbers of Democratic voters. There are a large number. The far left does not dominate in the actual number of Democratic voters. Many African-American voters are culturally conservative and pro-life. Many Latino voters are culturally conservative and pro-life. Many working-class Democratic voters are culturally conservative and pro-life. Uh, and yet the abortion mantra has taken over the Democratic Party. So it's not the only thing that's crazy in clown world. The, uh, there are other aspects of clown world, such as the corruption scandals that have been covered up by the mainstream press. Will they be discussed tonight? Will they be reviewed tonight? That's the question. We'll get into some of those scandals that the mainstream press does not want to talk about. We'll talk about Joker Joe. We'll talk about China, Ukraine. We'll talk about Kamala Harris and the Lennar Corporation and Nancy Pelosi. We'll talk about all the scandals right as we come back. So come join us. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement? You bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> I want to be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their, and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months, a year. We need to end here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloody and then I'm up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with lies that just brings more people here so i'm in one hell of a fight and so are you and i need war bonds i need gas i need ammo politically now but literally if you flood us with money and if you flood us with product purchases and if you flood us with your word of mouth you're unstoppable we're unstoppable together i want to send a strong message to the enemy i want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us and i will never back down you have my commitment this only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this 
briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the maximum alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. You want to just give us straight donations. There's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars. Super special. Emergency special. 50% off all InfoWars best-selling life products. All of them. 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality. Survival Shield X2. Now back in stock. Rainforce Plus. Turbo Force. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. So many more. Stock up on the toothpaste. The copy. Sign up for auto ship an additional 10% off. And I forgot. Double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. Again, cancel auto ship anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. You're listening to Alex Jones. Robert Barnes, uh, guest hosting for Alex Jones and the Alex Jones Show from Austin, Texas, covering the clown world that was the Democratic debate last night and that will continue again tonight. The, uh, we'll also be looking at what happened outside the uh, Democratic debate, including how the media covered it or chose to cover up certain aspects, including various scandals that they should be asking about tonight, but the question is whether they will be. Uh, but one of the other aspects that happened last night was that the uh, we had reporters on the ground interviewing all kinds of people, including the lieutenant governor of California, other political officials, but and also other media personalities, including infamously uh, the Young Turks. Uh, Infowars and Alex Jones has had a history with the Young Turks. The Young Turks recently libeled Alex Jones with false accusations that will be the subject of a potential future lawsuit if they don't take corrective and retractive action. But in addition, the uh, reporters on the ground also ran into the Young Turks. So let's go to that uh, video. I think it's video number two on our new list. Uh, and uh, de- that goes into detail what happened when our InfoWars reporters met up with Chunk Uger and the Young Turks at the Democratic debate last night. We're doing a show, so I'm tired of disrupting every show we do. Viewer discretion is advised. T-Y-T! Myself, Anna Kasparian. Chuck! Already early Chuck! today, Chuck! Eric Bowling came by. Chuck! And Anna chased Chuck! Him off. Yeah. Chuck! <laughs> Chuck! By, by pointing what out are you why. after President Chuck? So first, Anna Kasparian, everybody. What are you after President Chuck? <laughs> Chuck, why don't you after President? Yes, Queen. Why don't you after President? Chuck, why don't you run for president? Come on, we need you to run! 
what democracy looks like. Yeah. And I have no interest in censoring anyone, right? Nobody. As long as there's an interest in having an honest debate. Except for InfoWars. Right. Except for InfoWars. Right. We can Woo! We want right censorship! Yay, censorship! Children. Yes. And we can then maybe become the great country that ban hate speech pretends to be. Ban yes. hate speech. Ban hate speech. Ban hate speech. Ban hate speech. Progressive Change Campaign Committee has been fighting the good fight for a long, long time, for as long as I can remember. What I love, and you all know from the Young Turks, is bold progressives. Jake, why did why did you talk about? No, why did you want to have Infowars and Alex Jones banned? Why should we? Why should we ban Alex Jones? Why should we ban him? I, I, look, I don't. Are you supporting hate speech? Get away from me. Are you supporting hate speech, Shake? We're doing a show, so I'm tired Are you supporting of fake news? disrupting every show we do. So if you don't mind, please leave. <laughs> Why are you getting in front of me, man? Like, what's because wrong? Because I'm part of this and you're not. You can go that way. I got you. Why did you lie about Alex Jones, Jake? Why'd you lie about Alex Jones? Why'd you try to act like Alex Jones was sending child porn to Zania's family? Jake, why is it okay to spread hoaxes saying that Alex Jones was sending child porn to the Sandy Hook parents? Was absolutely not true. Anyone who did their due diligence could have known that, Jake. You call for Alex to be banned, but you spread hoaxes. It's not good for people on the left to be doing fake news, Jake. He calls for Alex Jones to be banned because he claims Alex spreads hoaxes and fake news, but he spreads hoaxes and fake news. Orange man, bad! Orange man, bad! Orange man, bad! Orange man, bad! When John Hickenlooper says that Medicare for All is bringing Joseph Stalin back, you are not a progressive. Juries come in on a number of people who also. Neither are the Young Turks! Amy Klobuchar! The Young Turks are not progressive! They're not! Joe Biden, not gonna do it! What do you think about all this? I think it's crazy. I think it's like, like there's like some Trump people over there, and these people are like crazy too. It's like everyone's crazy, and they're like in a couple seconds they're gonna be like mad at No, I'm I am a progressive, and the Young Turks are not progressive. They're not. They're not liberal enough. They're not. Do you know what the Young Turks? Do you know what the Young Turks stand for? Armenian genocide. The Young Turks. They name themselves after the Turks who committed Armenian genocide. It's true. Look it up. Chuck is bad. Chuck is bad. Chuck is bad. Chuck is bad. Chuck wants censorship. Chuck wants censorship. Chuck wants censorship. Chuck wants censorship. Chuck supports censorship. Chuck supports censorship. He's calling for censorship on the on the internet. I'm okay with that. You okay with censorship? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I think we should all be censored. What are you doing here, you bigot? 
Just being a bigot, I guess. <laughs> I can't believe you're here, you bigot. This guy's a. This guy wants free speech. He's a bigot. Chunk spreads hoaxes. Oh, it's super funny, huh? It's super embarrassing to spread hoaxes, claiming Alex Jones was sending child porn to the Sandy Hook lawyers. Any journalist could have done easy research and known that was not true, Anna. I thought there was true. You spread hoaxes and you can't handle being called out for it. Get your sign out of my face. Do all liberals have to have the same opinion, sir? Does does the right to freedom of speech include the right to uh, yell in people's ears? It does. Okay. Do all liberals have to support the Young Turks? Uh, obviously not. You can watch whoever you want to watch. Exactly. So I can watch who I want to watch and I can criticize who I want to watch, can I? Will you acknowledge the Armenian genocide? I'm not going to talk to you guys. I've acknowledged it on air a thousand times, so you guys are full of s*** as always. So then why'd you name your, your company the Young Turks? I'm not talking to you guys because you, know you guys are full of s***, okay? Uh-huh. You guys are all... Why do you call for us to be censored? I'm not calling for anything. Can you say free Alex Jones then? off. Is yeah, what okay, so there you are. Yeah. He, the, the truth comes out. The truth comes out. Are you, will you denounce censorship? Will you denounce the censorship of InfoWars? T-Y-T! T-Y-T! Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic. It's Alex Jones. listeners understand money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this and we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the save info wars 50 percent off but we make only like five ten dollars on higher marked up stuff we're making like two dollars on the toothpaste at that price and we're moving a ton of it okay but you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get twenty thousand dollars that doesn't pay for all the infrastructure the bandwidth the lawyers the crew so we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product i want to expand not contract and for six months we've not just been at a standstill 
battle. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little de-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena, in the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person's allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor, but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com.